What is happening, my brothers and sisters? Hope that you are doing good tonight. Well, we will just launch right into it. You know, today was day 64 of the illustrious uh, Biden administration. And in this day, the 64th day, was a world record for any president in in recorded history to not do a press conference or a joint session of Congress. The previous record was 33 days. I don't remember what president it was. But the previous record was 33 days without a press conference or a joint session of Congress, you know, like the State of the Union or something like that. And Biden smashed that record by almost two times, going 64 days, two days short of breaking the record by two times the amount of the previous record holder. He went 64 days without doing a press conference. Spread the word if you would, everybody. Like and share. We have been banned off of YouTube I believe it's strike two, so we only have one strike left. So like and share, like and share, like and share. Don't worry about offending people. It's too late. Just go right ahead and offend them. That's what we need to do anyway. Just get the truth to them. All right, so this is a brick suit tweet. Joe Biden had a cheat sheet of all the reporters with numbered circles by the ones he was supposed to call. And hey, he scripted. That's just like Donald Trump, right? Yeah, there it is. You can go. Yeah, just scroll right through them, Aaron, while I'm talking. That's all good. Just like this is just like a Donald Trump press conference looks just like it. there you got the COVID press conference right there. This is his big press conference. First one in 64 days. Look at it all spread out. This looks like there's about 50. Maybe I'm, I'm being generous. What's there? Probably four rows of five, maybe 20 people in there. Maybe all spread out because of the horrible plague that anybody could catch at any time where yesterday you had the reporters jumping all over Ted Cruz for not wearing a mask. But lo and behold, there's Joe Biden without a mask on. You know why? Because once again, they're not truly scared of COVID. They just want to see who's dumb enough to be controlled. It's not nice to say dumb, Tom. It's just an absolute fact. Yeah, put that up. Babylon B tweet. White House press corps wears new cheerleading uniforms to press briefing. You know, here's the thing. Let me read this to you. Joe Biden today in his first press conference as president of the United States, 64 freaking days into being president. He took 31 questions total from reporters. And here's where the, here's the reporters. Ready? Janet Rodriguez, Univision, liberal. Nancy Cortez, CBS, liberal. Caitlin Collins, CNN, liberal. I'm talking about the networks, Univision, liberal, CBS, liberal, CNN, liberal, Justin Sink, Bloomberg, liberal, Cecilia Vega, ABC, liberal, Ken Thomas, the Wall Street Journal, leans heavily left, Christian Welker, NBC, liberal, uh, Sung Min Kim, the Washington Post, extremely liberal, and the newspaper most liked by the Boulder, Colorado mass killer, Zeke Miller, Associated Press, the AP, liberal. Yamichi Alcinder, PBS NewsHour, liberal. So he did absolutely nothing. He, there was, it was one softball question after another. It's not even worth showing anything to you on it because he's never challenged at all by any of these liptard reporters. He's never challenged one second. There's no comeback questions, nothing. And, and you look at, just look at the setup here. If you could put up that, like the COVID spread picture again. If you just look at the setup of it, how did, is that how Donald Trump did press conferences? Is that how, even, and don't, don't hand me COVID. Don't tell me about COVID. Is that how his COVID press conferences looked like? 
Absolutely not. They made sure they fit as little amount of people as they possibly could in that room. So that Joe Biden and, and 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 Joe Biden's got his little cheat sheet there on who to call. Pre listen, preordained questions. Look, there it is. And I don't. It's the kind of a lousy picture I have right there because you can't really see the circles on it. That's a little better. Oh, awesome, man. That's better. Right there, you can see the circle. He's. What, how, is that just like Trump? Absolutely not. And you just always need to remember if if you are getting your news from CBS. AB in any in any way, shape, or form, ABC, CNN, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Boston Globe, all you know, Washington Post, you need to remember these words. They are simply the Democratic Party Goebbels propaganda media. That's who they are. That's it. Just like the FBI is the Democratic Party brown shirt police department. That's all that they are. They're nothing more than that. You need to always, the FBI is the foremost law enforcement agency in the world. No, they're not. They're the brown shirts for the Democratic Party. Look at this one now. It's just, they'll say that it's just a stutter. Look at Joe Biden lock up in the middle of the press conference. Play it for me. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, There you go. There's the leader of the free world, most powerful man on the planet. John Cordillo tweet. Now we're shifting into the shooter out in Boulder, Colorado. You watch how fast the mainstream media disappears. The Boulder mass killing. killing. Now, just everybody know, you can leave it on there. It's already disappeared, right? How much new? I mean, I've been all over social media today. Nothing, absolutely nothing about it. 10 people gunned down. By the way, all 10 people white Caucasian as Caucasian could be, including a police officer. Is there any mention of anybody wanting to kill white people? Absolutely not. Boulder mass killing. Now that we know it's Ahmad al Isa, a devout Muslim who hates Trump and conservatives. Molly tweet alleged shooter was a Washington post reader who shared the paper's hatred of Donald Trump. Where's the mainstream media and all this? The ones I'm reading you are John Cordillo, Molly Hemingway. These are all conservatives. Where's the mainstream media? Where where are they at? These are fresh news stories. These are tweets from today or yesterday or maybe the day before. Where are you at? We had 10 people gunned down in the store, but it's, it's just not newsworthy because I guess because they're all white, right? And it was a Muslim who did it. That's right, I said, Muslim who did it. Muslim extremist did it. Kurt Slichter tweet. Thank goodness the FBI was focused on Q people. Let, bring it back to me for one second. Alman Al Isa. Try to get, hopefully I, I get smoother with that name. Almad Al Isa. By the way, was already known by the FBI. He was already known. They were already watching him because he was connected with somebody else they were watching. Put that Kirk Schlichter tweet back on there, Aaron, right? Yeah, there you go. But thank goodness the FBI was focused on MAGA moms. Great job, FBI, Democratic Party, brown shirts. That's who they are. They knew about the guy. And you know what they did? Absolutely freaking nothing. Nothing. That's who they are. Rank and file, top to bottom. They are nothing. They are a Democratic Party arm. That is all they are. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. 
President Biden calls for assault weapons ban and ban on high-capacity magazines. Back to me real quick, Aaron. So here's the thing. The racial narrative isn't there because it's all white people being killed, and they don't care about white people being killed because the Democratic Party hates white people. So they don't care about that. So that narrative's not there. Like the shooting in Atlanta, they had that. You know, they could say that it was a white person that killed Asian people. So they had that narrative. But here they have a Muslim extremist. You know, everything Christian gets banned in the country, right? Muslims can do whatever they want because you ever touch them. It's called, you know, it's called xenophobia or bias or racism or whatever it may be. You can't touch any Muslim. can't say anything about them. You, you, couldn't, you can't dare say that there's a mass amount of Muslim violence. You had the shooting, you know, the mass shooting at the gay bar. Uh, down in South Florida, yeah, Pulse nightclub. Thank you, Aaron. Done by a Muslim. Nobody talks about that. That wasn't that wasn't a white person going in and doing all that. But it, you know, or you know, whites can be Muslim too. But it, if it's a white person doing it, it's just a free for all. But because of their their normal narrative is gone, now they've got to switch to their other one, which is always gun control. It's always gun control. Put that back up for me. President Biden calls for assault weapons ban and ban on high-capacity magazines. Let's look at what Marjorie Taylor Greene says in response to that. Colorado, where the shooting took place, Boulder, Colorado, has everything the left has already asked for. They already have universal background checks. That didn't stop the shooting because criminals don't care. They have red flag gun seizure laws. Criminals don't care. High capacity magazine bans. Criminals don't care. A passing gun control grade from from Gifford's Courage. Gun uh, again. Criminals don't care. And it still didn't stop a thug like Ahmad Al Isa from murdering Americans. Donald Trump Jr. tweet. Here's just the truth. Don't ever let the truth get in the way of what you believe, liptards. FBI stats show knives kill far more people than rifles in America, and it's not even close. And just to put this into perspective, put lifenews.com up there for me. Every day, 2,465 babies are killed in abortions. That, that's like 246 mass shootings every single day. So that's what the Democrats do. Their narrative doesn't work. They need a nice, good uh, Biden-hating white guy to do all the shooting. But that wasn't there. So now they go to gun control. Not, not one word about Islamic extremism. Nothing. Not, not, not one word about any of that. Even though it happens time after time after time. San Bernardino, Pulse nightclub, uh, 9-11, where 3,000 Americans were killed in one day by Muslims. Not one word about Muslim extremism. Not a word. And listen, I think you have the right to be a Muslim in this country. I have no problem. You want to do that and go straight to hell? Go right ahead. I don't care. That's up to you. That's between you and God. I'll try to win you to Jesus. But other than that, you just live free. You want to be a Muslim? Go ahead. But there needs to be something said that lo and behold, there's only one one religion that's killed 3,000 Americans in one day under the, under the umbrella of domestic terrorism, and that is the Muslim faith. Shoot, the people did, that did it trained right here where I'm doing this podcast. I'm a little south of, south of here. They trained at Huffman Aviation in Venice, Florida, right here. 
All right, back to the border. Let's go back to the border. Sean Hannity on the border. Play it for me. But first, breaking tonight, investigative reporter Sarah Carter has now exclusively obtained for this show a shocking email with explosive new details about the migrant facilities in Donna, Texas. It is now clear that the conditions are even worse than we thought. And the Biden administration has clearly been lying to the entire country. Now, the email sent from one Border Patrol official working in the facility to the chain of command at Customs and Border Protection, this is nothing short of what is a desperate plea for help and desperation has set in. Now, since the Biden administration will allow the media zero access to this facility, well, I'll read a long section of this email yeah, so you can get a full, me. complete yeah, idea of what... No, don't worry about it. See if you can go back. I want, to, I want everyone to see that picture. Go back really about five seconds. With like they all look like, there you go. Freeze that. All right. I, just, I want everybody to see this because I want you to know this is this is right now. This is today. This is what they've replaced the cages with. I'd rather be in a cage. They're in plastic bags now. Look at that. This is how the alleged humanitarian Democratic Party. Where where are you at, Democrats? Where are you at with your kids in your cages rhetoric? You have these facilities at 800% to 1,600% capacity. Where, where's all your complaints about treating kids in a humanitarian and compassionate way? Where's it at, you hypocrites? Play it for me. Media, zero access to this facility. Well, I'll read a long section of this email so you can get a full, complete idea of what is really happening According to this border official on the scene working at this Donna, Texas facility, quote, it is extremely unsafe and unhealthy for the detainees, agents, civilian workforce. The overcrowding is inhumane, especially for the children. Pod 3A is, well, designed to hold 80 people. And on this day, we have 694 unaccompanied children with two agents maintaining custody. That is 867% of the stated capacity of this detention space. The agents can not possibly provide for the care, the health, the safety of the undocumented children in our custody, nor can we reasonably do so for ourselves. Then the agent continues, quote, the detainees are also stressed and fatigued and becoming more agitated each passing day. One girl told me that she has been in her cell for 17 days. Many, many more complain they have been here for more than two weeks. The email then goes on to read, quote, the detainees are often laying on top of each other because there's no room to sleep. The unaccompanied children have to sleep on their side to save space in order for them to all lay down in the small space available. Oh, so much for social distancing. If we have a fire, a carbon monoxide leak from the generators, a stampede, or any number of potential and likely occurrences, many people will die. This situation is a disaster waiting to happen. Someone with the proper authority must do something immediately to alleviate the severe overcrowding before we experience a tragedy. Now, following this dire warning, the Border Patrol chief, Rodney Scott, emailed back saying, that he hears this warning loud and clear. 
In a statement tonight, Customs and Border Patrol have confirmed the validity of these emails. They praise these hardworking agents. They all vowed to continue to protect the nation and to enforce the laws and do it humanely. They reiterated, quote, a Border Patrol station is no place for a child. Clearly, the Biden administration knows this is a real crisis. They know the situation is out of control. They know, by the way, that we now know they've been lying to you, the American people. That means Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, their policies are inhumane. Their policies are hurting children. Yes, it is a crisis. And now the question is, what are they going to do about it? All right, back to me. All right, so everybody knows those videos were shot from an insider. There's no media allowed inside those facilities. Did Barack Obama allow media in there? Yes. Did Donald Trump allow media? Yes. George W. Bush? Yes. Bill Clinton? Yes. Every single president in modern history has allowed ride-alongs with the Border Patrol. All of them did, except for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Every single prior president that's in recent history, every single one of them, has allowed media and public access into those facilities. And, and what I mean by public is not just any citizen. I mean like the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is not allowed in those facilities. Nor is any local law enforcement officer allowed inside those facilities. And I know that I've already said this, but I want you to think about it. We always talk about girls that are being trafficked across the border. They could have the, their own rapist in the cell with them, unable to report it and, and, and make, unable to report it to law enforcement, therefore making it, I'm trying to think of the right word, uh, there's nobody that can investigate it if, you don't, if you're not able to report it. So there's no investigation, there's no report, and she's sleeping in a room that's possibly right next to her offender. This is, this, this is the humanitarian Democratic Party. These, this is the compassionate party, the baby butchering mongrels that they are. That's who, that it, it always manifests themselves. If you're okay with pulling out a baby piece by bloody piece out of a mother's womb, you're okay with this. I mean, look at those pictures of those people living in plastic freaking bags. They're living, they replace, I mean, you see the political garbage in those pictures? They took down the cages, they didn't erect cages, and instead they put up plastic walls. I mean, the claustrophobia, just looking at those pictures is overwhelming. And they think they're compassionate because they took, I'd rather have a chain link fence that everybody can breathe in. I mean, and allegedly all these people are scared to death of the Rona, right? They've got them in a they've got them in an incubator. They're sitting in a plastic incubator. And, and you know why? Because they don't care about coronavirus. 100,000 people a month are crossing the border. 700 kids a day. 700 kids. You and they're just throwing them into the country. They're not even giving them court dates. They're just letting them go. None of them are being coronavirus tested. I don't really care because I don't believe in coronavirus, some sort of deadly plague. I look at it as what it is, a 0.1 post-infection death rate flu, because that's what it is. So I'm just saying according to their narrative, where they're scared, they've got everybody locked down. You know, you have to wear a mask. You know, they're pushing now nose masks. How long do you think it's going to be before Fauci comes on national TV and recommends the nose mask next? They're pushing all that, but yet... They're just letting 100,000 people a month cross the border, no COVID test, because they don't really believe in it. Do, do, do you hear me? 
Vax, I'm going to jump on the vaccine people tonight, maybe more than the lockdowns. You vaccine fools that are taking this, what is it, an mRNA, mRNA vaccine that alters your genetic material? I mean, I think it's weird, too. If you ever listen to Biden talk, he sits there and talks about, you know, we have, we'll have 200 million vaccines, 200 million um, jabs into the arm. That's how they talk. They're, they're, they're a bunch of barbarians. Who talks about vaccinating somebody with a jab in the arm? That's how they talk because they're weirdo, sycophants. They're masochistic, controlled perverts. That's who the Democratic Party is. That's what you have to be to be a socialist. But you just look at the difference. I mean, where's the coverage? They, in order for them to blast Trump, they actually had to find pictures from 2014 of kids in cages. You know why? Because Trump stopped it all. He really did. He, he put in his Mexico and in Mexico only policy where you had to put your asylum claim either in Mexico or your country of origin. And it basically stopped all this. You'll hear Biden all the time. Well, this is this is all part of you know the past administration. There was mass migration before. No, there wasn't. You li- There's just such liars. They really are. If you, again, if you believe in butchering the unborn, you're a pathological liar. All right, cat turd. Pick New York Post. Just wanted to put this out. There you go. Pictures. President didn't want you to see. That's how people are living. Look at that. Where are you going to lay down and sleep? These places are at 800, 900, 1500% capacity. Where where are you at, Democrats? I'm just wondering, where's where's all the Hollywood elites? You know, where's AOC? Play for me, Aaron. Yeah, where's AOC? Remember with Trump? She was down there in that outfit, that white outfit. She's down there at Trump. They actually caught her because it was a big fake job standing outside of a chain link fence, turned out that she was actually looking at a empty parking lot and she had her hands on her knees and she's crying. Oh, boo hoo hoo. Where's she at? Where's, this is 10 times worse. The average that Trump would have of kids in cages was like 3,000. Do you know how many are there now? 17,000. 17,000 kids in cages right now. I think the most, I'm not even know if it was an average. I think the most Trump ever had was 3,000. And he got AOC down there in her all white, you know, because they all like to put on white because they like to pretend that they're not the baby butchers that they are. Oh, there we go. There she is. They all like to put on their all white outfits. Yeah, see, I'm not really a baby butcher. That's not really who I am. I'm not a baby butchering monster. So I put on all white and I cry and I cry. What, what's over there that she's crying over? It's an empty field. It's a parking lot. That's who she is. Where's she at now? It's way worse now. It's four or five or six or ten times what it was then. And where is she? She gone because she's a principalist hack. If, if the Democrats are doing it, she's fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. You want to play that again? Hit it. Move it, baby. Look it, baby. Suck up on that cookie. Got a hickey, baby. Watch big. Could have brought a Range Rover. Chain little, but I some change. There she is. 
Nothing. It's what I say all the time. You're a principal, a principal person sticks with it no matter what their political party is doing. If Donald Trump became pro-choice, I ain't voting for the man. Just because he's a Republican, that means nothing to me. What matters to me is right and wrong. Democrats have, have absolutely no idea what that means to be principled. They have no idea. All right, Robbie Starbuck tweet. ABC News, would you have tried to do this? You had the ABC News reporter asking this illegal immigrant, would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Illegal immigrant says, definitely not. ABC, do you come because Joe Biden was elected president? Illegal. Basically, basically, that's the story. Trump protected our border and Joe Biden opened it. Play the video for me. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Definitely. We had the chance, you know. We used to watch the, the news and... Uh, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. Basically. There we go. That's who, that's who, the, it really is truly, truly amazing. Well, it was Joe Biden asked if he's going to be uh, visiting the border anytime soon. Play it for me. Not at the moment. Now he ends up coming back a few days later. Put up that next one, Aaron, from the Hill. There you go. A few days later, reporter, are you thinking of going to the border, President Biden? At some point, I will, yes. So first first question, no plans to do so. A little bit, a little bit of uh, political pressure on a principalist hack. Oh, yeah, now I'm going to go. See, they have no principle. You're either wanting to go or you don't. It wouldn't If you're a principled person, nothing would change that. If you're going to go, you're going to go. Nobody would be able to talk you in. Nobody would be able to press you in or out of it. That's being a principled person. And this is Republican or Democrat, two heads of the same snake. What they do is they pick their path to prosperity. There's a few principled Republicans, zero Democrats. There's a few principled Republicans that are actually up there trying to make a change. But then you have like the Jim Jordans, uh, Devin Nunez's, the Matt Gates's, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, people like that are actually going up there to be conservative, to try to usher in conservatives. Then you have the Ben Sasses of the world and the Mitt Romneys of the world and, you know, the Mitch McConnell's of the world and the, you know, Marco Rubio's of the world. They just pick their path to prosperity. Well, how can I become rich and famous? Well, the Democratic Party doesn't have any openings right now because I would do that. But the Republicans have openings. So I'm going to go that way. And whenever I need to say something Republican or conservative, I will. But I'll never actually push conservatism because I don't really believe in it. And by the way, that's just like many of the pastors in our country right now. They don't they, they will they will say Bible verses so that they can keep in their prosperity, so that they can, you know, their, their path to success is they've chosen, I'm going to be a pastor. I don't really believe in the Bible, but I'm going to say just enough of it so that I can keep the office of pastor and somehow make myself prosperous through a growing church. And that's why you see the seeker-sensitive movement, the hyper-grace movement, the art churches, all of that. They're not tr- these are not true pastoral figures. They're not even true Christians, most of them. They really aren't. They don't believe the Bible. This is the same thing as the politicians. And picking on the conservatives, most conservatives aren't truly up there to push conservatism, to make our country conservative or constitutional. They're just there to maintenance their own power because that's the path they chose to prosperity. That's it. You need to know that. That's why 
when Liz Cheney was up for a vote to remove her from her leadership positions, third most powerful Republican in the nation is Liz Cheney, who voted to impeach President Donald Trump. And you have 212 Republicans in Congress, only 60 of 212 voted to get rid of her out of leadership because they are just the head of a, uh, they're just a, uh, one of the two heads of a snake. That's it. They're one of the heads of a two-headed snake. All right, Lauren Boebert tweet. So Biden is spending, get this now, $86 million to purchase hotel rooms for 1,200 illegal alien families for six months. By that math, he's spending around $395 a night per room. How many of you have stayed in a $395 a night uh, hotel room? I have, but it's not very often. My range is usually somewhere between 100 and 150. And these folks that are elite, they are criminals. They, they Look at me. Look, they are criminals. I don't care if they're kids. I don't care if they're adults. They are criminals. Well, that's just too mean to say. Yeah, it's, and for the lukewarm pastors, yeah, verses, Bible verses about heaven and hell are too hard to say too. See where we are? See how it's drifted into the church? You, you, you're not allowed to say certain things because it's too mean. If it's the truth, it's the truth. They're criminals. $86 million because Joe Biden is clueless about how to be a president and how to control the southern border. So it's not coming out of his pocket. He's a multimillionaire somehow. He's only the most he's made from being... You know, vice president, the senator, most he's made is somewhere between $200,000 and $250,000 a year. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. I don't know how, because he chose his path. Chose his path to prosper. $86 million, that's not coming from him. That's coming from you and me. Part of the $30 trillion of federal debt that we have now. Our national debt, $30 trillion. Our debt last year, our deficit spending last year alone was $5 trillion. Deficit spend. So everybody knows the difference between national debt and deficit. Deficit means what you spent over what was taxed. So we brought in about $4 trillion in tax dollars last year, and we spent $9 trillion. And we just tacked on $1.9 trillion. So at the end of last year, we were just over 20, almost at $28 trillion in debt. Well, luckily, we have Joey Biden and Kamala Harris, the socialist communists that they are, that are printing money. Print, print, print. $1.9 trillion just passed a couple weeks ago in their COVID relief fund, of which 91% of that bill had zero to do with COVID. Washington Examiner tweet, Border Patrol advised us they're basically going to drop off people here and say that they're your problem. The mayor of Gilliband, Arizona, says Joe Biden's administration is not providing information about the migrants being dropped off in his town. Let me read you a little bit of this article. Washington Examiner, an Arizona mayor slammed the Biden administration, by the way, he's a Democrat, for not providing his city with any documentation. These people are complete agenda Driven, They're just like Barack Hussein Obama. The only thing he ever did in his whole life was be a community organizer. These people are clueless. They've never had jobs outside of government. They've, they've never had a real job. Nothing. They have no clue. They've never owned a company. They have, they're organizationally challenged. They have no idea what they're doing. 
slammed the Biden administration for not providing a city <clears throat> with any documentation on the health status or number of migrants being dropped off in the town by, by the federal government. We're a very economically depressed community. We can barely afford to take care of the people that we have in our community. Now, Gillibend Mayor Chris Riggs said, and as of the 2nd of March, Border Patrol advised us they're basically going to drop people off here and say that they're your problem. Riggs, oh, he's not a Democrat, he's an independent, who is an independent, said, so far the administration has left this city completely in the dark about the migrants dropped off here, including their health status, and how many the city can expect to host. You know, there's cities down on the border that have, cre- that have increased their population since the Biden administration came gay men that have increased their population by 25%. I want you to think about it. You have a town, just, you know, a town of 100,000. Now you're 125,000 overnight because of the Biden administration. Now, we all know Jen Psaki. This is Jen Psaki, cartoon version, Jen Psaki. This is what she has to say about the border. Play it for me. Tu vas a América, América no bueno. If you come to America, creepy yoga will put you in container boxes. So no come to America. Gracias. And by the way, that's not much of an exaggeration. That's how they're living. That's how you're better off not coming than living like that. But the Democrats don't care because they don't care about people. All right, Maggie uh, Vandenberg tweet. Wow, MSNBC Morning Joe Scarborough destroys the Biden administration, shock of all shocks, former conservative congressman Joe Scarborough has been demon possessed for years and gone back and gone to be an extreme liberal Democrat with his liberal Democrat hack wife in the green right next to him. But when they do something right, you got to play it and hopefully they'll change. Play it for me. The Biden administration right now is the one that's luring these children to the border with the promise of being able to get in. As long as you keep sending the well, message out. They're sending out, a different message nope, now. No, not yesterday. It's like, oh, no, if they're up here, we, we're not going to send them back. We're just going to keep them there. And they're also letting families that come across illegally, uh, they're letting families just dissolve uh, in, 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 into the country and not have a court date not have a date to come back. This is what causes the border crisis. You can talk all you want to, but as long as you have a permissive immigration policy, you're going to have a crisis at the border. You do understand they are saying that now. They're sending ads. No, they're they're saying don't come, but they're, they're still not saying we're not going to let unaccompanied minors in the United States, which is what they're going to have to say. And when they say that, and when that message is clearly sent, then unaccompanied minors will stop crowding the border. It's not fair. It's not safe to the children. And the Biden administration has to understand if they're going to continue this policy, there aren't enough hotel rooms in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona and California to hold all the migrants that, that, that are going to be coming. This is a this is a giant and congratulations to Joe Scarborough had a moment of clarity for some reason. And Joe, I don't know. I remember used to watch him. He was the conservative on the shows. He was fantastic. I don't know what on earth happened. Maybe he hung around with Mika too much. I have no idea. But man, he had a moment of clarity. That was a very, very good 
dissertation about what is truly happening at the border. He's absolutely correct. You can keep shipping them off. Joe Biden's buying $86 million with the hotel rooms for six months, by the way. Six months they're in a hotel room. At your expense. Not to mention all the flights to our northern border. They're loading them up on planes, probably first class, flying them up to the Canadian border, our northern border, and processing them there. All at your expense. We have 60% of the businesses that closed during COVID will never open again. And $86 million was spent on Hilton hotel rooms for illegal immigrants. While you have a mom and pop pizzeria that's been in the family for 50 years, that's now closed forever because of Democratic Party draconian lockdown measures. But again, you know, we need to go to the one who has the softest heart, the softest heart towards the border. I mean, the one who cares the most in her white outfit. We've got to turn to AOC again and get her nuggets of compassion about the border. Play it for me. Hello, Vogue. Buenos dias. This is Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I am here to walk you through my skincare and red lip routine. You care about makeup. I get photographed just every day to work. It can be kind of exhausting all the time on my Instagram stories. The more time I have, the more steps I add. (laughs) All right, I got my blazer on. Let's go seize the day and fight the power. That's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. Instead of traveling down to the border, it's worse now than ever. I'd, again, I'd rather live in a cage than a plastic bag. And where's she at? She's doing makeup tutorials on Instagram. That's who she is. That's who she truly is. She doesn't give a crap about anybody but herself. And that's how the, all the de- Democrats are. And, 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 and also liberal Republicans. They think that none of this will ever touch them. Eventually, it will touch you. You destroy this country, AOC. You're no longer a millionaire celebrity. There's no country to be a millionaire celebrity in. See what they'll do. This is, this is their rhetoric all the time. You know, we're, we're trying to protect our democracy. They say that all the time. We're trying to, de- to protect our democracy. They say that while they're destroying the democracy they use the, democ- the democracy to destroy the democracy and bring in their socialism that they think will never touch them. Just like all the people around Joseph Stalin thought it would never touch them. Yeah, he's killing all, he's killing tens of millions. Joseph Stalin was an absolute grim reaper. He still, he killed tens of millions of his own people. And all the people around thought it'll never touch me. He killed everybody around him too. They put him in. Every, all these all these people that think that cancel culture is never going to touch them because they militate against white conservatives and they say the right words. They use the binary language and they, they're gender neutral. They make sure they never say anything that could be remotely connected in any way, shape, or form to some sort of racist tweet that somebody else did. Whatever it is that they're doing, whatever they deem to be racist, which who knows what that is. As they called Donald Trump a racist for four years, and he never said one racist thing, nor can they document one racist activity he's ever committed in his life. And they think it'll never touch them. Some of them are learning 
the hard way. Like that was from Vogue right there. Teen Vogue, the editor, the editor of Teen Vogue just got removed from her tweets from when she was 17 years old. Bye-bye. And you know what? You know how bad I felt? Nothing. Because all she's done for years is militate against people like me, thinking it'll never touch her. You keep letting in 100,000 people a month into this country, and you destroy our economy. You know what, AOC? There is no Starbucks anymore for you to get your little cafe latte in your $5,000 suit every day. That'll be gone for you too. It will come for you. Ask the people of Venezuela. All right, on to COVID. Ian Miles Chong, uh, video only. This is excellent. This is Alex Jones. Play it for me. of enemy propaganda rolling across the picket line. Lay down, GI, lay down, GI. We saw it all through the 20th century. And now in the 21st century, it's time to stand up and realize that we should not allow ourselves to be crammed into this rat maze. We should not submit to dehumanization. I don't know about you, but I'm concerned with what's happening in this world. I'm concerned with the structure. I'm concerned with the systems of control. Those that control my life and those that seek to control it even more. I want freedom. That's what I want. And that's what you should want. It's up to each and every one of us to turn loose of just some of the greed, the hatred, the envy, and yes, the insecurities, because that is the central mode of control. Make us feel pathetic, small, so we'll willingly give up our sovereignty, our liberty, our destiny. We have got to realize that we're being conditioned on a mass scale. Start challenging this corporate slave state. The 21st century is going to be a new century. Not the century of slavery, not the century of lies and issues of no significance and classism and statism and all the rest of the modes of control. It's going to be the age of humankind standing up for something pure and something right. What a bunch of garbage, liberal, democrat, conservative, republican. It's all there to control you, two sides of the same coin. Two management teams bidding for control, the CEO job of Slavery Incorporated. The truth is out there in front of you, but they lay out this buffet of lies. I'm sick of it, and I'm not going to take a bite out of it. Do you got me? Resistance is not futile. We're going to win this thing. Humankind is too good. We're not a bunch of underachievers. We're going to stand up, and we're going to be human beings. We're going to get fired up about the real things, the things that matter, creativity, and the dynamic human spirit that refuses to submit. Well, that's it. That's all i got to say. It's in your court. All right, back to me. There you go. And that's all he's, what he's talking about there. Of course, there's Democrats and Republicans. He's talking about the WEF, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, all this COVID stuff. You have Christians out there like Franklin Graham and Beth Moore exulting in the fact that they've been vaccinated. They th- they're so thankful for it and all that garbage. All they did was buy in. All they did was violate Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. If the pattern of this world is locked down, you don't lock down. If the pattern of this world is vaccination, you don't vaccinate. It's as simple as that. Especially when it comes to vaccinations. You're going to vaccinate for a 0.1 post-infection death rate? You're going to you're going to you're going to vaccinate for something that's 99.9% survivable for anybody under the age of 20, 99.997% survivable, anybody under the age of 50, 99.98 survivable. 
You're going to vaccinate? Oh, I'm so thankful for my vaccines. I can't wait till they allow 30-year-olds to get vaccinated. I can't wait, says all the COVID Christians. It's so disappointing to see the church respond like this. It really is. And it's all a bunch of lies spewed by this man. Play it for me. You've been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. No. You can't get it again. There's almost, there's virtually 0% chance you're going to get it. And yet you're telling people with a, that have had the vaccine who have immunity. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask who've been vaccinated. No. Instead, you should be saying there is no science to say we're going to have a problem from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they can quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there, theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any sign. There you go. (laughs) I love that. That's just the truth. I mean, Fauci, who advocated that there was no use for masks back in March, now is saying that they're protective. You know why? Because he's a principleless hack. He will stay where, just like all the Democrats and Republicans, anything that I've got to say to stay in power. Here's an interesting article, Raheem Kassam tweet. While Fauci was giving bad advice to Trump, he and his family were donating to Joe Biden. Let's look. National Pulse article. You can bring it to me. Uh, Dr. Fauci's wife, Christine Grady, heads the Department of Bioethics at the National Institutes of Health, which is where Anthony Fauci also works. Clinical center and has donated eight times to Democratic Party campaigns. According to the Federal Election Commission database, every single penny of the total $2,450 sum has gone to Democratic candidates. Cheapos, too. Dr. Fauci is the is the highest paid federal employee there is. Fact! He is. And he only gives 2400 He's a cheapo, too. But it's all the Democrats. And the majority of the donations have gone directly to candidates challenging Donald Trump. Five donations totaling $1,200 were sent to Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign, and one donation totaling $150, $150 to Joe Biden. See... These Democrats, they will, they'll spend $86 million on illegal alien hotel rooms, but they'll only spend $150 themselves. That's how they are. They'll spend all of your money, but none of theirs as they accumulate wealth. Similarly, Dr. Fauci's daughter, Allison, has donated exclusively to Democratic Party candidates in the form of 19 donations, totaling $375. She's a cheapo, too. The donations occurring in 2019-2020 have gone to a variety of candidates, including then-presidential candidates Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, and Georgia Senate candidates Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Two donations, amounting to over 50% of her total donations, were directed to the campaign of one president, Joe Biden. Allison Fauci also works at, get ready for it, Twitter. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than this. All you soccer moms that quarantine, and Beth Moore who says that she's so thankful for the vaccine, of which Fauci owns many patents having to do with the vaccine, 
All of you are you're, you're destroyed for lack of knowledge. You have no idea what you're doing. You mask up, you lock down, you quarantine based on what this demon act says. Somebody who votes the direct opposite of what you claim to be, that's who you follow. And see how it's all tied together? His, his wife works at the National Institutes of Health, which is the, the, the big part of the agency that Fauci works for. He actually works for the NIH, but he works for a different agency inside the NIH. The, the, the uh, disease, infection, whatever it is, I can't remember. It's got, I don't know, what is it? What is it again? What is it? Yeah, yeah. National Allergy and Infectious Diseases, something or other. But anyway, so she works at Twitter. So you see the whole tie-in. Twitter bans everything having to do with ant- anything anti-Fauci. They ban, they ban anything that you come out and you say that this, you know, that uh, hydroxychloroquine banned because they're all tied together. Many people from the Biden campaign, actually many people that are now in the Biden administration came from social media. And many of the people that left the Biden campaign went into social media. It's all tied together. And the Christians just listen to these people. And other conservatives listen to, listen to these people. It's just like, you know, with the Ted Cruz video we watched earlier, where, you know, you can step back and stay away. It's great that Ted says that. The problem is, is that Ted actually acknowledges their reasoning for asking him to put a mask on. He says, no, I'm not going to wear it. Uh, We've all been vaccinated, immunized, I believe is the word that he used. Well, if you, if you are, if you're having to say, you know, we had, we got immunized, you know, we're following CDC guidelines, then you are actually validating the reason that reporter asked you that question. You're validating it. What should have happened from the very beginning is just to sweeten the whole thing. You have people that most people can make their own decisions. You want to wear it? Wear a mask? Wear it. You want to quarantine? Go ahead. You're stupid enough to quarantine because you're, you're being destroyed because you don't study to show yourself approved. You're being destroyed for lack of knowledge? Fine. Go do it. It's the people who can't make the decision that we need to protect. That was it. The people in a nursing home, the people in a hospice, they cannot protect themselves. That was all that was ever supposed to happen. And when Ted Cruz says to the reporter, no, I'm not going to mask up because I'm doing a live, um, you know, I'm doing a live appearance on TV. Plus we've all been immunized and we're following CDC guidelines. He's acknowledging, he's validating the reason for that person to insist he puts a mask on, which has been going on from day one, which all the conservatives do. We acknowledge that it's a plague, but we still want our freedom. You just blew up your freedom by acknowledging it's a plague. Daily Caller tweet. Simon & Schuster to release children's book about Dr. Fauci. Who's going to line up and buy that? No, thank you. And here's the the Ted Cruz video. I guess maybe I didn't. Should I show it earlier or not? I did. I did? No, I didn't. Okay. (laughs) I guess I've watched it so much. Well, here's a Ted Cruz video that I just talked about that I just blew up. Put up the tweet for me from Raheem Kassam. Here's the Ted Cruz video. You're welcome to step away if you like. Is is going to be a friggin' t-shirt Raheem Kassam puts on there. All right, play the video for me. Good afternoon. Can they hear it? Uh, Yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to worry about it. Let's start it over again, can you? All of us have been immunized. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized. So, uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. 
See, it's great, and I and I love Ted Cruz. But the problem is, what he's doing. We our audio was just not doing very good there. He's asked. Well, I don't know if you could hear it, but the reporter asked, "Can you please can you please put on a mask? It would make us all feel safer." Summing up what the reporter said, and he said, "No, I'm not going to put on a mask because I'm doing a TV appearance. But we've all also been immunized, and we're following the CDC rules. What you're doing is for that mask Nazi who just insisted that you wear a mask." And by the way, I guarantee you that he doesn't. I guarantee you he violates the rules himself all the time because he's not truly scared of COVID. He looks at it as a vehicle to usher in Democratic Party politics. That's it. Demo- Democratic Party ideas. Democratic The Democratic Party agenda. So, but the problem is, is that Cruz, I'm not going to go over it again because I already did it. Cruz is buying into it by even saying we've all been immunized. What he should say is look him in the eye and goes, masks are useless. A COVID particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. Your best mask. There's not a mask in that room. Put up that still photo you got up there right there, Aaron. Just play it. Just put it up there. Don't play the video. Just put the screenshot up. What are you doing? All right, play it. All right, thank you. All right, so if you just look, there's not a mask in that room that can block COVID. Not one, not even Mike Lee's. That looks really special. The guy on the far right there, that looks like a really special mask. But that will do nothing to a COVID particle. It's way, that, that right there is a chain link fence trying to stop a mosquito. That's all that it is. You can bring it back to me. That's what he should have said. He should have looked that report in the eye go, point one, post-infection death rate, same as the flu. The only reason why we have 500,000 deaths, nobody has the cajones to do this. Although it's absolute facts. The only reason why we have 500,000 deaths, we have no more deaths in 2020 than we had in 2019, but allegedly 500,000 extra people have died. That arithmetic does not work, but that will never violate people's narrative and their agenda. They will never let facts get in the way of their agenda. Just like a quarantine soccer mom Christian will never let the Bible get in the way of her agenda and her narrative. But that's what he should have said to them. That the only reason why there's 500,000 deaths is because the CDC reversed line one and line two on death certificates. Line one used to be cause of death, used to be all the comorbidities and the pre-existing conditions. That's what killed a person. A person who had stage four lung cancer catches a cold. They die. The reason why they died was lung cancer, line one. Line two was cold. They reversed that. This is an article from the national file. Now what would go on line one is the cold. Just like everybody who they assume has COVID because you didn't even need a positive COVID test to qualify as a COVID death. They put everybody that they assumed or tested positive for COVID, even if they were in hospice with a week to live. And when they died, it had nothing to do with any of their hospice pre-existing conditions that killed them. It would, they didn't even necessarily have any symptoms of COVID, but they tested positive for COVID or somebody, a doctor assumed they did. So line one, when they were, they're going to die in four or five days, line one goes COVID. That's why you see it. Nobody else on the planet counts deaths the way we do. Nobody on the planet does. It, every single aspect of democratic politics is a hoax. Climate change, hoax. Race politics, hoax. hoax. Gender politics, hoax. Absolute hoax. All right, let's play the Donaldo Trumpo uh, cruise life video. Play it for me. Uh, 
Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized. So, uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. There we go. Eat it. You know, I like that he stood up to him, but he should have stood up to him better. All right, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, tweet. I love being part of the modern church. It's like the book of Acts has come to life. Beth Moore writes, Keith and I have officially been vaccinated. And as of tomorrow, our vaccinations are in 14-day full effect. Yeah, you ever heard of binding and loosing? Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Keith had zero repercussions. I had a few waves of nausea here and there and felt like I could sleep for hours every afternoon for a few days, but no big deal. So grateful. Boy, she sounds just like all these evangelicals. If you go to that thread, you'll see all the people responding. Oh, you know, we agree. People are being turned off by the Christians who are speaking that they, you know, that you shouldn't wear a mask and that you shouldn't get vaccinated. Fine. Be turned off. I don't care. Because I will preach the gospel out of the Bible. That's it. And the Bible says, whatever you ask for in my name, I will do. John 14, 14. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Psalm 91. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling, period. And you know what? You just can use simple logic in that even if you did catch COVID, it's a 0.1 post-infection death rate. Simple as that. If you don't want to go to church, don't go to church. But why are Christians celebrating the lockdown and the violation of Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, where you're told, not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. You have to be assembled together to qualify as assembled together. See how deep and theological I am? But I love what Jonathan says. I, I love being part of the modern church. It's like the book of Acts has come to life. Whereas that woman does says absolutely nothing about the Bible. And she's probably got millions of people that follow her, hundreds of thousands, whatever it may be, you know, best-selling author. And as she speaks, you know, great swelling words of emptiness. It's great swelling words of emptiness. That's who she is. That's really who she is. And it's as simple as that. Onward on the vaccine front, the three most, oh, uh, Jack Posobiec, the three most trusted people in America. And uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall puts, this is the least persuasive commercial in the history of mankind. Let's play a couple seconds of it That's anyway. Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. You know, I'm, I'm completely convinced. You, 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 get two, you get three World Economic Forum hand puppets along with somebody who was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 27 times you know i'm and by the way kamala harris is meeting with bill clinton on a women's rights summit fact that's absolutely true uh, you know i'm convinced now but you know if i need a little bit more convincing they also did a music video play it for me i see the questions in your eyes i know what's weighing on your mind you can be 
Deep straight, the deep state boys. You gotta love that. <laughs> well, you know what? I love this. This is from uh, a, a large protest in England. I'm assuming that it's London. Yeah, it is. I see it in the picture. It's London. This is a London protest talking about how they feel about the vaccines. Play it for me. <laughs> You know, without using the bad language, that's exactly how I feel about it. Nigel Farage picked this is from the Sun newspaper. This is why they feel this way. No jab, no pint. So you basically cannot go into a pub and their prime minister has allowed this to happen. He's gone ahead and okayed that it's all right for businesses to say no, no jab, no entry. But don't you worry, super soccer mom and super soccer baseball, football, cheerleading, volleyball dads that go to Hyper Grace United Methodist Church somewhere. You did a great job by caving to all of it. And now you can't go into a business without a vaccine, which is not a problem for you because you're already probably vaccinated with the mRNA uh, DNA altering vaccine. You're probably fine with that and everything. But the rest of us see it. And by the way, I want to clarify this because there's lots of false media out there claiming that evangelicals are saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I've never said that and nobody with a brain would ever say that because it's not a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Nobody's ever said that. And it, well, you know, we're, you see evangelicals out there saying, well, we're trying to convince our brothers and sisters that the vaccinations are being part of a, you know, being a good neighbor and a community partner. And they're not the mark of the beast. We're trying to bring logic into the church. Nobody's ever said that they were. That has a brain because it's not a mark on your, on your forehead or on your right hand. But it is a skid greaser for the mark where you can't enter into places without a vaccine. When's that ever happened before in your life? COVID caving Christian, COVID caving clergy, COVID caving church. Do you ever read the book of Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18? You can't see it. You can't see the green passes that are now required in the nation of Israel, which is is named the same thing as the green pass in China. The Excelsior Pass that launches April 1st in New York City when you will not be allowed in a New York Rangers game without your vaccine pass called an Excelsior Pass. You can't see how this is greasing the skids for the mark of the beast in a new world order and a cashless society. You can't see it. You've been going, you've been going to that weak church too long or you were one of my people that couldn't take the truth so you bailed. It's fine. I mean, the church got way better anyway. All right, the Wall Street Journal tweet. 
Two companies, don't believe me, are targeting the newly inoculated and the newly vaccinated and what could be the start of the next phase of coronavirus marketing. Marketers plan down the bottom, plan giveaways for COVID-19 vaccine recipients. Just to name the companies for you, Krispy Kreme, Lyft, and Uber are all entering into this realm. Great job, church lockdown artists. Great job. Great job. And some of you still think you're loving, just like Beth Moore. So grateful. So grateful, Beth. Great. You know, really wonderful that you are so biblically inept that you can't see this. You can't see the shadows on the horizon. You can't see it. Amazing that you're that biblically ignorant. It really is amazing. Amazing anybody ever buys your books. And I include Franklin Graham in that and anybody else who's caved and is praying for vaccines and you're so grateful that you have it. Do you pay any attention? Do you ever even know? Do you know how do you know how COVID got started to begin with with gain of function research funded by the two men that are behind the vaccines? Do you even know it? Amazing. People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amazing. David Kroom video. Kamala Harris does not salute the military when she arrives at or steps off Air Force Two, unlike her predecessors, Pence and Biden himself. You got that video ready? Play it for me. There she is. Blow them off. Nice job, Kamala. Play it from the start again, Aaron. There she goes. Blow them off, Kamala. One more time. There's goes the rich multimillionaire elitist claiming to be a compassionate person of the people. Blowing off our military. I named this, this particular section this week in the life of Kamala Harris. Play the next one for me. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> one more time, Aaron. But, um, I have be- Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um... Not today, <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. There's another video that came right along with it, shot at the same place. Play it for me. Have you slept with married men today, Kamala? Uh, um, not today, <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. <laughs> Uh, and then she was in a conference and you know how Kamala Harris, I need to lay this out so people that know what's going on here. You know how Kamala Harris actually started her political career when she was 30 and Willie Brown was 69. He was the mayor of San Francisco and they had an extramarital affair and he appointed her to some major roles inside of the Democratic Party. So when you see the person pop up on the screen, that's Willie Brown. Play it for me. But before I begin, I do want to talk about what's happening. I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold back and feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby, then come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. There you go. All right. Thought criminal tweet back to Biden. Clueless Joe, reporter, you ready for the press conference tomorrow? Joe says, what press conference? This was yesterday. Play it for me. (laughs) Play it again. (laughs) 
Hey, uh, <laughs> no clue whatsoever. 64 days, didn't do one. Finally planned one out, and they planned it out like a month ago. And the guy's saying, yesterday, press conference was today, Thursday. That was yesterday, Wednesday. And the reporter's asking him, hey, are you ready for the press conference tomorrow? What press conference? He's all, that would be the first one he's ever done as president. And I hate to even say because he's not a legitimate president. Well, well, Putin responded to that. Play it for me. Now, when President Harris and I took... Uh... <laughs> Play it one more time. Now, when President Harris and I took... Uh... <laughs> there you go. And that's what really is happening right now. You, re- you know that Kim Jong-un refuses to actually answer their calls? Who does that to a United States president? He just refuses to answer. Chinese, the Chinese are mocking us publicly to our faces. Anthony Blinken sits there right in front of Secretary of State, sits there right in front of their faces. They mock him. They say that we are, do not have a place of strength. We do not hold authority. We do not hold strength. They say that to our face because of Joe Biden, which, by the way, I want to show this to you. He's, he, he never stops with the plagiarizing. He was caught as a habitual plagiarizer in his previous political campaigns. And now as president, he continues on. He steals a line from a movie. It's proven right here. Play it for me. As I said, my dad used to say, Joey had jobs when he lost his job and had to get another one. We had to move. He'd say, you know, Joey... A job is about a lot more than the paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. And it's not about the paycheck. It's about respect. It's about your dignity. It's about (laughs) respect. And it's not about the paycheck. It's about respect. That's who he is. It never stops. That's who these people are. Are. That's who he's always been. That's what he will always be outside of repenting of his sin and turning to Jesus, which I hope he does. All right, John Cordillo tweet. I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the Krispy Kreme thing? Throw it in there. Yeah, I like that. Throw it in there. Ian Smith. Is that a tweet, Aaron, I'm assuming? All right, in light of Krispy Kreme giving free donuts. Uh, hey, look, do you get the name? Get the name of the gym. Attilas, that's right. Now, did I get it right? Is that in Philly or is that in... Or, New Jersey. Is it New Jersey or Philly? Or is it? I think it's New Jersey. Yeah, we're looking it up. I want to get this down because I want to make sure we give this guy the right. This guy, for me, is a national hero. These are the guys that had their New Jersey. New Jersey. That's what I thought. All right, throw it up there. This is Attila's Gym, New Jersey. Please go and support these guys. At minimum, follow them. They never closed. They were arrested. Their gym was forcibly locked down. The cops showed up on a routine basis. People were locked up that went into the gym. And this is what he's doing. God bless Ian Smith, national hero. In light of Krispy Kreme giving free donuts for receiving the, the COVID vaccine shot, here at the Attilus Gym, we are giving out free memberships to all who don't get vaccinated. We believe in health the real way. Exercise, good diet, plenty of vitamin D, zinc, and an environment to distress. There you go. To de-stress. That's, you know what? I wish I could offer somebody free stuff because you know what you get. I don't have any free stuff to offer you here at the church, but you know what? You're more than welcome for forever. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. You are welcome for forever without 
your COVID vaccine. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Here we go. John Cordillo tweet. Here we got Joe and Kamala. Look at what they put out there. That's just March 21st, a few days ago. United States government official. Mask up America. John Cordillo says both are vaccinated and tested pretty much daily. The beast, the presidential limo, has one of the most sophisticated air filtration systems in the world. This is pure propaganda to control you. Why would you mask if you're allegedly immunized? Why are you you masked? You can't give it and you can't receive it. So why are you masked? It's just absolute, like Rand Paul says, pure political theater. Of course, though. Yeah, put that up there. Here they are. Do you look like this? Throw that picture up. Just throw that up the still. Yeah, perfect. Do you look like this, Christian? Is this what you look like? Because there are your Pied Pipers right there. Those are the people who are leading you. I don't care what Beth Moore says. There is her leader. Two of the biggest baby butchering monstrosities that have ever existed on planet Earth who are putting men in women's restrooms, who are putting men in women's sports, who are telling you you don't know what sex you are, and they kill babies by the millions. Absolutely fine with that. Those are your leaders. But anyway, so they're both immunized, so they can't give COVID according to their own politics. They can't give COVID. They can't receive COVID. So why are they masked up? Well, Cat Turd has a response to this. Play it for me. back up on it beautiful (laughs) there you go all right live action facebook post breaking joe biden just instructed his hhs hhs to reverse president trump's protect life rule forcing americans like us to to fund child killing facilities with even more of our hard-earned money hey great job though beth moore you know what President Trump was so immoral in your eyes. Great job because you got Joey Biden in who just reversed the protect life rule. Great job, Beth Moore. Great job, Never Trumper. Nice job. Great work on that. The babies that are look that are dead now really appreciate. Really, really appreciate you, Beth Moore. They really do. And as you know what? They're looking down right now from heaven saying, at least you stopped the mean tweets from a man who's been divorced a few times. Great job, Beth Moore. You are the moral authority of the evangelical movement. Great work. Steve D's tweet. It's official. Your new assistant secretary of health. Put up the big pick. There he is. He goes by Rachel Levine, but his name is actually Richard Levine, and that is the face of your 2021 Democratic Party. It really is. Life is simple. Put it back up, Aaron. Life really is simple. That is the picture. This is the embodiment of the Democratic Party right there. There you go. Back to me. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Going viral. Video of Philadelphia's Kensington Avenue looks like something from an apocalyptic movie. Now, here's the thing. 
Just remember, Philadelphia has been under Democratic Party lockdown. Jonathan Shuttlesworth told me this this uh, on Monday. There is actually really no Democratic Party in Philadelphia. There really isn't. That's why you, that's why they were the, one of the seven cities in the six states. That only reason why Biden won the election, Philadelphia. We're all lo and behold, Trump's up by 800,000 votes at four o'clock in the morning. And he's only up by like 100,000 when I got up at seven. And it was all Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. This is what Democratic Party rule looks like. And for all the Beth Moores and the Franklin Grahams and all the weak pastors that are praying and thankful for a vaccination that closed their churches, the Andy Stanleys of the world. This is the people that you are following. This is where they want your life to go. Play it for me. Yep, no music, no anything. I want you to get the flavor of it. Look at this. This is, this is Philadelphia, United States of America, right here. This is what it looks like. He's going to move in just a second. Fast forward a little bit, Aaron, and get him out of there. There you go. Perfect. Take it a little bit further. There you go. Leave it there. This is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, folks. Democratic Party rule, 50 plus years, five decades. This is what Democratic Party politics will lead you to. It will go this way. It will. Look at all the, the bars and the steel all over the shops. This is what, this year you go. This is what Democratic Party politics will, this is where it will, it will, it will take you here. And the church caved to them back in March. And the church needs to repent. The Republican Party needs to repent. And everybody needs to stop being afraid of people that will usher in this sort of apocalyptic imagery into our culture. Right here. Fast forward just a smidge. Just a little bit. A couple seconds. There you go. Democratic Party politics. Now you like that. You can bring it back to me. That's not a third world country. That's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Last week. Last week. Yeah, that's the truth. Democratic Party controlled. Democratic Party mayor. Democratic Party governor. That's the truth. I really, I will never, ever understand it. Malcolm X had, Malcolm X actually had a brilliant, brilliant, I mean, you can't, I don't support everything, obviously, that Malcolm X stood for, but he saw through the Bill Clintons of the world, the Kamala Harris's of the world, the Joe Bidens of the world, the Chuck Schumer's of the world, the Andrew Cuomo's of the world. Play it for me. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see Calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling. You take him for a friend. There are many whites who act friendly 
toward Negroes, a fox acts, acts friendly toward the lamb. Mm -hmm. And usually the fox is the one who ends up with the lamb chop on his plate. Mm -hmm. The wolf doesn't act friendly, and therefore the <coughs> wolf has more difficulty in getting the lamb chop in his plate. I'd like to point out, though, that... And I, I, I say that because it is usually the, if you study the structure of the Negro community, economically, politically, civically, psychologically, and otherwise, it's controlled by the white liberal, mm -hmm. who usually poses as the friend of the Negro. Uh, on the other hand, I think one could point to a large number of whites uh, who have struggled for civil rights, Give me for an equality, and have got little or nothing out of it, uh, other than quite a few bruises. Give me an example. Well, the, the large number of, of white uh, students who have gone into the South, for example, working for SNCC and other organizations. Not working for SNCC or other organizations, but working for uh, the white uh, political machines who benefit by the voting uh, efforts of Negroes. Okay. Today, you could point to a large number of, of Negro leaders who have consistently betrayed Negroes in a whole host of areas. They aren't really Negro leaders. These are puppets that have been put in front of the Negro community by white liberals. These are parrots that have been put in front of the Negro community by white liberals. You can't name me a Negro leader who has been a Negro leader who has been who has betrayed Negroes, who is not who has not been endorsed, sanctioned, uh, subsidized, and supported by the white liberals. There you go. That sums it up right there. I mean, every donation, Black Lives Matter, all their donations are funded through what's called Act Blue. They've, re they've raised somewhere in the neighborhood of $90 million. It's all funded through Act Blue, which it goes to all Democratic Party elections, which are prim primarily white people. So when you send money to Black Lives Matter, you're really electing a Joe Biden, who really, again, like Malcolm X says, they're simply, they're just sim simply finger puppets of the Democratic Party. They have no interest. They have no interest. Someone like Joe Biden has no true interest in helping the black community. Hence the reason why there's a Planned Parenthood on every corner of the black community. The number one cause of death in the black community is brought to them by Democrats. And it's called abortion. What are you trying to play here? Okay. <laughs> All right. Donald, this is uh, Ron DeSantis speaking. One of the, one of the th reasons why Philadelphia looks like it does is because it doesn't have a governor like Ron DeSantis. Now, one of, what he's talking about here from the podium is critical race theory. The reason why you have a community in Philadelphia looks the way that it does is because of things becoming institutionalized like critical race theory. Play it for me. A high-quality education begins with a high-quality curriculum which is why we're going to be laser focused on developing the best possible civics instruction standards. Florida civics curriculum will incorporate foundational concepts with the best materials and it will expressly exclude unsanctioned narratives like critical race theory and other unsubstantiated theories. Great to clap. <clears throat> Let me be clear, there's no room uh, in our classrooms for things like critical race theory. Teaching kids to hate their country and to hate each other is not worth one red cent of taxpayer money. You bring it back to me. So, you know, 
Yeah, put up that next one, Raheem Kassam tweet. I want you to see the Democratic Party agenda. This, these, these are their goals. Uh, Dems intro bill to rename FBI headquarters to reflect diversity and social justice. Democrats intro bill to rename FBI HQ to reflect diversity and social justice. House Democrats introduced a bill to establish a commission, a commission with the power to redesignate the J. Edgar Hoover FBI headquarters building too. They haven't renamed a, they have not come up with a new name yet. So while we have 100,000 people crossing the border per month, 700 kids a day, Luckily, we have the Democratic Party looking into how to rename the FBI building. We're losing war game scenarios to China. China is building up its military. They are on high alert for war. But luckily, we have Joe Biden putting out maternity flight suits and new hairdressing ideas for female soldiers. Luckily, we have all of that going by the Democratic Party. Luckily, our military is in the midst of a 60-day stand-down to root out extremism, whatever that means. But, you know, we have all of that going on right now. This, This is the agenda of the Democratic Party. You know, we have all those things happening. A border absolutely blowing up, $86 million to put illegal immigrants into hotel rooms, but we're going to focus on renaming the FBI building. Now, I do want you to know something tonight. If you feel the way that I do, if you stand where I stand, I want you to know that around the world, you are not alone. You're not alone. Put up that tweet for me. This is in Belgrade. Just shift right into the protest for me, Aaron. Go ahead and play it. Not alone. There you go. Look at that crowd. Belgrade, Serbia. Look at that crowd. You are not alone. This is a COVID, anti-COVID lockdown protest. You're not alone in this fight. Let's go to the next one, Aaron. We're just going to mow through these quick. X Rise X tweet. Melbourne, Australia. Worldwide freedom rally. This is against COVID lockdowns and COVID laws. Play it for me. You are not alone. Look at these crowds. You're not alone in this fight. Many, leave the volume up. I'll just scream over there. I just want you to know that you're not alone in this fight. I want you to see there are lots of people around the world with you. All right, let's go to the next one. Dr. Thomas Binder, MD, tweet. Although Switzerland is highly likely one of the most corrupt Western states, we are the only country with an element of direct democracy. Sounds like us. If we won't prevail, nobody will. Sounds like us. We shot down digital identity. Next will be COVID law. Here, 10,000 protests against Corona. You got it. Play the next one for me. Look at that crowd. You are not alone in this struggle. Be encouraged. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver them. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. You are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me, and you lift up my head. Be encouraged. You are not alone. Let's go to the next one. Anna Breeze tweet. The LBC Sky News are saying hundreds. This is not true. Sky News bold-faced lying. They said this group right here. See the picture? Was hundreds of COVID protesters in London. Show the video, Aaron. That look like hundreds to you? <laughs> yeah. Lying. Mainstream media. Those are all people who think like you and I. Open the world 
back up from a virus with a 0.1 post-infection death rate. Open it freaking back up. Let's go to the next one, Aaron. Robbie Starbuck. This is the end lockdown protest. This is more of the same one, but I wanted you to see more footage of it because I want you to know where England stands. Absolutely massive. It's on us, the people in every country. Listen to that last line. It's on us, the people in every country. Pull off your masks. Stop locking down. Stop cooperating. Stop making excuses to demand an end to this madness. Play the video. There they are, hundreds. (laughs) Hundreds, look at them. You are not alone in this battle. You are not alone. Look at them, there ain't a mask in that crowd. Look at them. Think they're worried about it? Ain't nobody arresting them, nothing. You know why? Bring it back to me for just a second, Aaron. You know why nobody's being arrested? Because there's too many people to arrest. It never should have gone the way that it is. And for those of us in Florida, we think we're free. And And I love Ron DeSantis, but there's only so much he can do. Still, every place that I go, 80, 90% of people are masked up. 100% of all employees are masked up in every store that I go into. Every store, Home Depot, restaurants that I go to, everybody's masked. I went to KFC, and this was last week, and they handed me a tray out the window to put my money in. To this day, the person handing me that tray is 18, 19 years old. Her chances of dying of COVID post-infection are basically two one-thousands of one percent. And she's handing me a tray. All right, let's move on. Dan V, tweet. Italy, the Italian police took off their helmets. What they did was they said, you know what? We're done. Play it for me. No more beating up on protesters. We're done. We're done. Look at these guys. We're done. We've had it. No more of this crap. No more of this crap. Good job, cops. Finally, some cops with some balls right here. We're not doing this anymore. I'm willing to lose my job if I have to do what's right. If doing doing what's right means I lose my job, I'm taking off my helmet. I'm not going to beat on a bunch of people that are simply expressing their freedom. That's what should have happened. There you go. Look at that. You're not alone. Look at that crowd, that anti-COVID crowd in Italy. You can't even, the camera, look at it. Look at them all. Let's go to the next one. Yakov Pollock. I've been stopped by Montreal police more than 15 times during the curfew, given thousands of dollars in fines, which is illegal because he's part of the media. And you watch him right here. The cop calls him Jew Media. Play the video for me. Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, come on, the light is bright. What's going on here? Sir, what are you doing here? I'm filming. Can we still play it or no? Sir, there you go. Do you understand I do it too? Yes. Do you understand I do it too? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm media. Yeah, we'll take a piece of ID with you, sir. Sure. Yeah, you okay. Go on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot be on the street. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of moving. You're talking to me. Can you not shine it? I don't know who you are. No? I also don't know who you are. Constable Robert, 6473. Okay. And who are you? This is all over I'm COVID you my curfews. Papers. No problem. Just. Okay. Take my video sir. What? Who are you, sir? I'm with Rebel News. I'm not media Jewish. Who are you? What's your name? And badge number. Can you give me your name and badge number? Can you give me your name and badge number? You're supposed to give it to me. 
So she calls him Jew media. And I want to say this to you tonight. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Absolute power. I mean, I don't think it's overly coincidental either that people get too much power and they're saying things like Jew media. And they're calling you the racist and the xenophobe. It's actually the COVID people, the COVID cavers that are, that are actually the tyrants. X-Rise X tweet. This is Israel anti-lockdown. Stunning scenes. People without a care in the world. Uniting even as they're, these are people who will never receive a green pass in their life. <clears throat> you can't get into malls. In Israel, without a green pass, you can't get into mass gatherings without a green pass. There are places that all the green pass people can go that you can't, but these people are standing up. It's now happening everywhere. Might be time to start believing again. Long live the people. You have the video, Aaron? Play it for me. There you go. You are not alone. This is Israel. Even Israel who's issued out totalitarian green passes for vaccinated people. They're still standing up. They're still standing up and they're saying, no, I am not doing this. I am not caving anymore. Look at that, you're not alone. Back to me. Go to the I am tweet, Aaron. Israel is another fun example of the comprehensive failure of mass. Back in June, experts from Cambridge said, experts, experts from Cambridge said, routine face mask use from only 50% of the public could flatten future waves. In every single scenario, 50% compliance worked to flatten the curve. Whoops! Play it for me. I mean, (laughs) graph for me. There you go. There you go. Mask mandate, April 12th. 50% 50% routine mask use could prevent a future waves. June 9th. Oh, yeah, it's really working well. Look at it. Look how well masks work. 90% compliance. Look at that now. 92% mask compliance in the nation of Israel. November 27th. And there goes Mount Everest right after that. Just like in every single state and country. Back to me, Aaron. That's where we're at. We need to stand period we need to stand on the word of god in the church you do not bend you do not let a little bit in you don't care you don't say things like open safely or we've been immunized no you stand and you stand in the truth which is this is not a plague this is a conveyance to usher in democratic party platforms democratic party agendas world economic forum agendas imf agendas That's what it's, the great reset, all of that, that's what it's been about from day one. If this stuns you, why don't you do some research? You know what? If if this ruins your narrative and it brings rage on the inside of you, maybe it's because you're wrong. A person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3. That's how people react. God comes to them, tells them the truth, or just any truth, and it violates their worldview. People, instead of responding in repentance, they respond in rage. Don't let it be you. The Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. That's Psalm chapter 34, verse 18. Listen, I love you all. Little, you know, Facebook and Social media are bashing the tar out of me down to 120 people. You know, we've been as high as close to a thousand. 
but they won't let me grow. I've been on the phone with Christian Television this week. We are going to branch out. We are going to get bigger, and I won't cave to get bigger. No matter what, I will preach the truth. I will tell you what's true, and believe it or not, I'm preaching the truth in love because I want everybody who hears it to get saved. I love you. We're going to play some videos for you. God bless you. 8.30 Saturday. I'll be back. Like and share this. Let's get a bigger crowd together on Saturday. I love each and every one of you. And I really appreciate you being on with me tonight. God bless you.